Okay. So we were discussing creation. And we were explaining that the infinity of God fuses with the constricted godliness that are the ten vessels of the divine attributes of the highest of the four spiritual worlds, the world of Atsilos, called Atsilos from the word Ne'etzal, that this is not a creation. This world evolved from God, as versus the lower three worlds of Bria, Yitzir, and Asiya, of creation, formation, and action, that are creations, that are separate. Last time we were discussing, there are creations that are so separate from their source is as if their source is non-existent, yesh me'ayin. And there's evolution, where godliness becomes diminished and something forms from it. And then there's another diminishment and then there's another form from it. And then there's another diminishment. And that dynamics is called cause and effect, where the effect senses and looks quite similar, though a smaller version of its cause. And godliness can flow to cause, to effect, which becomes a cause of the next effect, which becomes a cause of the next effect. But when there's this massive jump, which of course happens for physicality to exist, but also happens at certain initial points in the creation of spirituality as well, where we say, no, 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 that's not a cause-effect going on. That's something from relative to it, so to speak. Nothing because the something looks so different from the energy that created it, the something can't in any way fathom the energy that created it. The something doesn't seem to have emerged from the energy that created it. And that's what we call creation as versus the evolution of the cause and effect. So we said at the end of last time that the vessels of Atsilos, which are the conduit for the infinity of God for creation to happen, both the creation of cause and effect and the creation of something from nothing. We said even in the world of Atsilas, there are creations, there are something, like, for example, the bodies of the angels. But the body of an angel is a thing, is a substance that's quite different from its source, from the godliness emerging through those ten vessels of the divine attributes of Atsilas. Going on today, but the contrast point, what about the souls of those angels? Now, everything has body and soul. A stone has a body and a soul. Soul meaning its divine life, its energy, that which vivifies it. So angels have the body of the angel, not physical substance, but a body, and they have soul. The spiritual energy within, of course, the spiritual body, the spiritual energy of soul. So the body, we said, is a creation. It's a substance. It's a thing that looks totally different from its godly source. The soul is not a thing. It's not a substance. It emerged from the spiritual energies of the vessels of the divine attributes of Atsilos. It's not a creation. It's divinity. Similarly, the soul of man. The soul of man emerged from the union of various divine attributes of the world of Atsilos, the union of the emotion and the sovereignty of the divine attributes of the world of Atsilos, it emerged. It's godliness. It's not a creation. It's not a thing. It's an emerging energy. 
when those souls descend through the lower three worlds of Bria, Yitzir, and Asiya, of creation, formation, and action, they become more thing-like. They become more separate from the godliness. But in the world of Atsilas, they're godly energy. Now, they're not infinite godly energy. They're finite godly energy. Just as the vessels of the divine attributes of the world of Atsilas are also finite godly energy. Now, that seems like an oxymoron. How can we say finite godly energy? So the Rebbe explains that the infinity of God constricted itself to fuse with these ten vessels. Now, everything's always constricting, constricting, constricting. That's the process, the evolution of creation is godliness that constricts itself and becomes a lesser godliness that constricts itself and becomes a lesser godliness and thus has formed the flow of energy from divine attribute to divine attribute, from world to world, from chamber to chamber. That's normal. But, the Rebbe is saying, the constriction to form these ten attributes in the world of Atsilos is not the normal constriction. It's very unusual. It's actually like the original primordial constriction of God to make space for creation. Originally, what was there? God. And then God had a vision. He had a vision of a Jew serving him, freely choosing to do God's commandments in a physical reality. And because of that vision, God created but how can he create? If it's all him, where's there space to create? So God constricted himself to make a relatively speaking empty space where in creation could take place. Now obviously it's relatively speaking empty because obviously it's God because if it wasn't God, it couldn't be. But this original constriction, unlike all future constrictions, that are diminishments of godly energy, this involves actually a withdrawal of godly energy. The intensity of the light, to a certain degree, had to be withdrawn from this space, so there's the possibility of a thing called creation happening. So similarly, the Rebbe is saying, to take infinity and make God yet finite the divine attributes, the vessels of the divine attributes of the world of Atsila, the constriction here was not only a diminishment, it was actually a withdrawal of godly energy to make that movement from infinite God to finite. And yet what emerged from these ten vessels, that which we're now calling creation, but emerging like the souls, are divinity. They're finite divinity. There's, it's such a holy godliness that originally, even after these souls descended through all the three worlds of Bria, Yitzhir, and Asiya and entered into physical bodies, they were still divinity. To such a degree that it says the early saints, if they were going to do something wrong, their souls left them. The soul could not be part of an entity that was doing something wrong. Now, our souls obviously can. But their souls couldn't be. They were so God that if the body they were in was going to do something wrong, the soul left the body. So this is the degree of God that was in the creation of these souls. Now, our souls also have that degree, but our souls, as they descend through the lower three worlds, 
they become more and more distinct and separate from the God that they are part of. And therefore, they can tolerate an existence in our bodies even if we choose to do something wrong. The soul doesn't like it, the soul doesn't want it, but the soul doesn't leave us versus what originally it did. Now, though we're saying the souls of men and of the angels are divinity, they're godliness, but don't get confused and think they're God. They're very, very close. Very close. But they're not God to the degree that what they cannot do, that uniquely, only, exclusively God can do, can do is create. Creation, the something from nothing creation, is exclusively the ability of God himself. So in his infinity is the power of creation. Even though these souls are so close and are literally considered divine, they are. But yet that power of creation was not given to them. That power of creation is in the ten vessels of the divine attributes of Atsila because those vessels are a conduit for the flow of the infinite light of God through which creation is emerging. So those vessels are one with God who is creating, so it's as if, so to speak, through the vessels creation is happening. But the souls of the angels and of men are a product of that. They're not it. And therefore, they absolutely do not have the power of creation. But one good question, why is God working through the this conduit of the ten vessels of the attributes of the world of Atsilas, why is that necessary? I mean, what does he need it for? He could just create himself without this conduit. But he says up that he does need it. Because since God's energy is infinite, infinity would produce infinity. To produce creations that are finite, which is God's goal, he's taking his energies and squeezing it into a finite godliness. Divinity and finite, which is the oxymoron that is the ten vessels of the world of Atsila. So his infinite light through this conduit of finite divinity can produce creations that are finite, which is the goal, and therefore why these ten vessels are needed to be the conduit for creation to take place.